Morning City Church. This is Tracy Woodfin with a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. When reading some verses in today's daily office lectionary, I was reminded of a woman I had just learned about this week. I'm currently reading Carved in Ebony, Lessons from Black Women Who Shape Us by Jasmine Holmes. This book is helping me learn how Black women have been some of the main figures in defining the landscape of American history and faith. The first woman profiled in this book is Elizabeth Freeman. She was born into slavery in the mid-1700s in Massachusetts. Her master, Colonel John Ashley, contributed to the Sheffield Declaration, which was a legislative document for the state of Massachusetts that was similar to the Declaration of Independence. This document stated that mankind and state of nature are equal, free, and independent of each other and have a right to the undisturbed enjoyment of their lives, their liberty, their property. Elizabeth saw her master's hypocrisy. She was enslaved by him. Even though she could not read or write, this brave woman sued the state of Massachusetts for her freedom in 1781. Elizabeth was the first enslaved woman that gained her freedom based on the principle of equality rather than abuse or wrongful enslavement. Elizabeth was skilled at domestic work and as a midwife, and even after she won her freedom, her former master tried to hire her. She refused and instead worked for the lawyer who helped her win her case. Her tombstone read, Elizabeth Freeman, also known by the name of Mum Bet, died December 28, 1829. Her supposed age was 85 years. She was born a slave and remained a slave for nearly 30 years. She could neither read nor write, yet in her own sphere she had no superior or equal. She neither wanted time nor property, she never violated a trust nor failed to perform a duty. In every situation of domestic trial, she was the most efficient helper and the tenderest friend. Good mother, farewell. Here's a passage that reminded me of Elizabeth's life from Psalm 10. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand, forget not the afflicted. Why does the wicked renounce God and say in his heart, you will not call to account? But you do see, for you note mischief and vexation, that you may take it into your hands. To you the helpless commits himself. You have been the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and evildoer. Call his wickedness to count until you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. And here's a few verses from Isaiah 40. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This enslaved woman, who could not read or write, made a decision that changed the course of history. She decided that she would fight for freedoms that most people did not think applied to her, based on the color of her skin.
She began to pull back the curtain of hypocrisy of slavery in the, quote, land of the free. Her strength of character is convicting to me. She had so little. In fact, I cannot fathom the barriers, the difficulties, and fears she faced. I have so many more resources in every sense of the word, from where I was born to my place in society. But how often do I remember that God gives power to the faint, that God does not grow weary, and especially that his understanding is unsearchable. Furthermore, how often do I advocate for the oppressed, for the vulnerable, the overlooked, and marginalized? In closing, I'm going to repeat a verse that I read earlier from Psalm 10. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Thanks for listening. Until tomorrow, stay well and do good.